Welcome to the sermon podcast from North Decatur United Methodist Church, where all are welcomed and included, connected with God and with one another, and sent out in service and invitation to the world. Each week we bring you the most recent sermon from me, Patrick Fallhaber, or from guest preachers. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Um, when I was getting ready today, um, it was the first time I really paid any attention to who the shepherds may have been talking to when they gave their report of what they'd seen. My assumption had always been that the shepherds left Mary and Joseph's side to go and find some other people to talk about this baby and these parents and this incredible miracle. That had always been my assumption, sort of the way that um, Mary runs from the tomb and the resurrection, right? Like she runs from the tomb to tell everybody else about this incredible mystery that she had seen, the resurrected Christ in the garden. And so I, I read the shepherd's story very similarly, that the shepherds come to see the birth of this child, and then they immediately run and start telling everybody about this incredible news. But um, I think I was wrong. And I want to tell you why. What the story describes is a group of shepherds out in the fields who are watching over their sheep at night. Now, that would be the most, the more subdued time of the day, right? The shepherds are maybe gathered around a campfire while the sheep are roaming close by. Maybe one of them was out in the field making sure there was nothing dangerous coming to the edges so that they could call their friends over. In the midst of that intimate, quiet moment, an angel appears in the sky and tells them to go and bear witness to the presence of God being born in their midst. Could you imagine being told that message? God is being born, your savior, humanity's salvation from sin and death and all of the evils of this world. The, the, the same savior that had been described by each of the prophets who would level the mountains and raise up the valleys in order to create a smooth walk from where we are now, which is stuck in chaos and darkness and terror and fright and exile and all these things being brought into the beloved community, the city of Jerusalem being rebuilt again. The, 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 the prophets had described how God would come as this um, incredible, not just a warrior, but an immense presence of power that could clear out every obstacle in the way of the faithful people being able to worship in the presence of God at the temple of Jerusalem, where God could be known most intimately. This child should be glowing. By all accounts in the story, we're expecting the heir of David. We're expecting the birth of a, the presence of God. We're expecting everything to be incredible. And the angels come who are glowing themselves in the sky to describe this incredible birth that's happening. And so the shepherds stop what they're doing. You have to imagine that they leave their sheep out in the field because trying to shepherd them back into the town would take forever. So they leave their work, their livelihood, to see the birth of a God. And when they get there, 
They see a humble family in the midst of the chaos of that first few hours after birth. Mom's exhausted. Dad's anxious. The work of Christmas is just starting to get underway. We had a conversation uh, before worship today about how um, I've, just to clue you in on something, I've never actually been pregnant. Um, Just so you know, that's not something I've ever experienced. But from what I understand, there's an incredible season of anticipation that's filled with its own discomfort. It comes at the end of a long nine months where a child is born, and as soon as a child is born, it doesn't come with peaceful serenity. It comes with sleepless nights. It comes with a sore body. It comes with a difficult season of work to keep that child alive because everything about it is trying not to stay that way. It needs to be fed. It needs to be cared for. It needs to be looked after. All of the work begins when the child's born. And so these shepherds expect to see, I don't know what they expect to see, but probably not that exhausted mother, anxious father, cranky child, just wanting the next meal. And so I wonder if instead of the shepherds going to report that, because that's not even necessarily newsworthy, a mother having a child is really great for the community and for the family and for her and for her spouse, if that's something that they were expecting and hoping for. I wonder if the shepherds walked into that room, maybe even burst through the door and then apologized, right? Like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, but we just heard from angels that this was going to be, this was going to be God. I, I see how wrong I was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if the shepherds walked into this room expecting to see something miraculous and wild, something glowing like the angels in the field. When they walk in the door, they just see normal parents with a normal child's struggling in all the normal ways. And what these shepherds did was burst in, maybe right when this infant Jesus was starting to fall asleep. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But we just, the, there were angels singing in a field, talking about how there was a baby in this place that was going to be the salvation of the world. And could you imagine That's a wild thing to think about. And that would make sense why Mary ponders these things in her heart. Because she, being interrupted, trying to care for her child, maybe even just starting to try to figure out how to feed this thing, or trying to swaddle it for the first time, and then a bunch of strangers barge in the door and start talking about how angels appeared to them in the night sky and had this incredible message about the salvation of the world. I wonder if she heard the testimony of these smelly, dirty strangers and was shocked into an even greater understanding about who her child would be.
I think the, I'm going to use, and I hope you all can come with me on this. I think we, we use the mythology of our Jesus story to paint a picture that looks too pristine, too glow-in-the-dark, too elevated. When the reality of this savior of the world's birth was so much more simple and mundane. And the things that shocked the first family and the first people to interact with Jesus was about how strangers showed up in the middle of the night with a testimony about angels appearing in the sky overhead and a song being sung about the incredible majesty of their child that they had just laid to bed in a feeding trough. And the tension between those two realities of Jesus being just another human child and also the full presence of God born to be born into this life the tension of those two realities where dirty shepherds proclaim the good news that Jesus's birth will be life-changing for everyone around the world and the angels appearing in the sky with the same message. These tensions describe exactly what we celebrate on Christmas morning. Our God fully human, fully divine, born into the normal circumstances of life with these mysterious, mysterious messages of transformation and hope that bubble up in each little moment. Enough so that Mary could ponder these things as she's swaddling as she's singing a lullaby and laying her child down, as she's feeding, as she's wiping the butt of the infant Jesus, she can ponder the reality that the shepherds, whom she's never met, came into their family's room and told a story about how angels appeared in the sky all of these things can be true at the same time. And it's the joy and the mystery of Christmas. God is one of us. The only thing that makes God special in that is that it's God. That's it. God is so human, so fragile, so simple, and so huge simultaneously. And that's the gift of Christmas that our minds can ponder these things and we can hold on to them as we do the work of caring for the children in our lives in anticipation of the way that we'll be transformed through them. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to this week's sermon from North Decatur United Methodist Church. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. And if you want to learn more about our church, you can visit us at ndumc.org.